everyone. I'm Lauren MacGyver. And I'm Teresa Roca. And this is Teen Mom Time. We're here to fill you in on all the fight. Why are you so white trash? All the custody battles. Corey's trying to take our kids from All the romance drama. Getting divorced, period. And so much more. Hi, hi. You're both high. I just try to be a good person and a good role adult. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing Amber's custody battle with Andrew after her arrest, Janelle's dog scandal, plus Kale's vacation with Chris. Teresa, how are you? I mean, I'm good, but I think you and I are experiencing a little summer sadness. We are, because it's already the end of July. It's July... 17th. 17th. I always, uh, on this day, it's a very special day in the MacGyver household. The 17th? Yes. Why? Because today is the day we adopted Griffin. Oh my God. Are you having a little birthday party for him? It's not a birthday. It's an adoption. Oh, sorry. Duh. His birthday is April 13th, Teresa. Okay. Today's his adoption anniversary. So, of course, we're having something. Oh, that's cute. It's me. Well, don't, I know. Yeah. It's a stupid question. <laughs> Very. So, yeah. So, it's an exciting day, but it's also sad because it's the end of July. So, in my opinion, summer's coming to an end. Summer's coming to an end, and this is the one thing I hate about New York. Now, I love New York. Yes. I will never move from New York City. I am a true New Yorker, even though I live in Staten Island, <laughs> but I, I just yeah. love the whole tri-state area. Yeah. And the one thing I hate about living here, the only thing I hate about living here after the prices of rent and buying a house. And it's smelly. And the smell doesn't bother me. But <sighs> because and yeah, the one thing that bothers me after that is the fact that we only get summer literally two months out of the year. Yeah. Like, we don't even get spring and fall anymore because it always goes from either really cold to really hot. Yeah. Like we didn't even get like the seventies this year. Yeah. It just kinda skipped over it and skipped then also it's like JK ninety eight degrees. Yeah. So but I kinda like that. I like the hotter the better. No, no, no. I'm the same. I love the hotter the better. Yeah. What I'm saying is like I hate that it's like freezing cold in April. Yeah. And then May it's hot. It's like. Yeah. I remember I went out for my friend's birthday end of April. It's freezing. And my mom's like, are you bringing a winter coat? Yeah. I was like, a winter? I was no, like, I was it's just, spring. Yeah. I was wearing my winter coat until yeah. the end of April. And it's like we just we really only get two months of nice weather. And yeah. It's so unfair. It's so unfair. And after the 4th of July, that's when it just flies by. Yes. I feel like June always drags because it's usually always raining in June. Yes. I feel like June always drags. And then, yeah, after 4th of July, it just... Yeah. And June always... It always drags because it's so annoying. You always, like, have that beginning of summer wardrobe struggle. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you experience, but it's always such a push to get into the summer wardrobe because I'm like, oh, I have all these cute dresses. But I'm like... I'm literally pale. I'm like, I don't want to wear these dresses yet. Like, I want to wait. And then, you know, it just drags out because I'm like, I have all these summer clothes that I want to wear, but I want to have, like, a little glow so I don't wear them. And then it's, like, July 4th, and then summer's basically over, and I'm like, great. I wore, like, one dress. It's so funny because I had bought so many clothes in the beginning of summer. Actually, I bought a lot of clothes. You did. I did. Express. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sore subject. We won't go into that. But, yes, I brought all these amazing clothes. Um, and I was looking at my Instagram, and I was like, wow, I, I, I keep saying to myself, I'm going to wait to wear this outfit. I'm going to wait to wear this outfit. But now I'm like, wait for what? Like, Wait for what? I need to just wear them. I'm the same I way. I keep thinking that there's something coming. I know. I literally <laughs> think the same thing. I got, like, all these dresses, and yeah. I'm like, I'll wait. 
Wait for what? Wait for what? Because now I'm, I looked at the dates and I was like, wow, I have one month to wear all of these clothes and to get them on my Instagram. Yeah. Teresa's going to have photos like every single day for the next two months. Like, Well, did you notice? You need to. I've been like, have I? Yeah, I've been trying to like get like my bathing suits in there. Yeah. Oh, I need to look. Even like I've been really bad with Instagram. Yeah, you haven't liked anything. Oh my God, I'll go back. I've been so busy. But it's also, you know, when you think back, I remember I had my friend's bridal shower on Sunday Mm -hmm. and I got Allison's invitation in like maybe April, May. And I was like, oh my God, July, I think, what was the date? July 14th this Sunday. I was like, that's so far away. And now it's over. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, it gets, it gives me such anxiety because I think like, I'll wear this for that. And then I never wear this. And then I think of events that I've thought about like months ago and they already passed. It's just summertime anxiety and yes. sadness. Yes. It's so funny. There was a meme. It was like summertime sadness is like the number one song or something oh, yeah. after like three years after it came out. And the meme was like, is everyone okay? Yeah. No. Be- no, we're not okay. We're not okay. We have to wear all these clothes. All these events are flying by. And then we have to deal with fall. And I hate I hate. I don't know if you, like, are into fall. I'm not. I hate when people are like, I can't wait for fall. I just want summer to be over. Can someone ex- can someone DM me and explain to me what is so amazing about fall? Because I hate fall. The reason why I hate fall is because I do not look cute in flannels. Oh, I love I live for <laughs> flannels. I always wear them, but I just don't, like, like, I wouldn't be like, wow, this is, a, this is an Instagram outfit. I just don't. Mm, yeah. And not that it's about Instagram, but it's just, I'm just not a fall person. I think it's cold. I don't like winter the, then comes. But then winter comes. I yeah. don't I, I don't I don't like the trees. I, I like green trees. Like the, the, the yeah. color of the trees doesn't excite me. Yeah, like orange trees don't excite me. Yeah. I want the green ones. Yeah. I'm like, I want everything to be beautiful. And also I live at the beach. So it's You like, can't go to the beach in the fall. You can go in the pool in the fall. Yeah. I haven't even used my pool. See? Because I've been trying anxiety. Anxiety. I've been like, no, I need to go to the beach. Like, I have to go to the beach. I keep going to the stupid beach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not using my pool. I know. Clearly, we're overwhelmed with summertime. Yeah, summertime anxiety. It's really, it's depressing. And one more thing. Summertime, everyone has a party in the summer. So every weekend, I have parties. Yeah. Every single weekend. Every weekend. I think I have something like every single weekend. It's like, I just... I just don't want to. I'm like, can I just RSVP no because I don't want (laughs) to? Like, I just want to stay home in the AC. And I just, I haven't even watched Stranger Things. I have not watched any of my TV shows. I haven't watched the HBO, like I Love You Now, um, The Texting Girl. I haven't watched anything. Anything. Um, Next week I have a wedding. Saturday. And then Sunday, I have my brother's engagement party. Oh, see, major events. Yeah. It's like, but, but now my whole weekend is just gone. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's so stressful. It's overwhelming. Our lives are so tough. Guys, I apologize. This podcast is so down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we do have great lives. We're very grateful for a lot of things, but it's just. We sound so like. I know. Bratty. Bratty. We <laughs> love summer. We love New Year. I know. We just don't want it to go by fast. That's our point. We love it, but we just don't want it to go by fast. But a lot of drama happened in our team mom world the last few days since we last spoke. So let's jump into the team mom top three. So speaking of July 4th and how much we don't like it because summer goes by fast afterwards, Amber was arrested. We previously discussed the details of what went down. She tried to go see fireworks with Andrew and James. There was traffic 
And then they went back to the house. She allegedly threw a shoe at him, according to the reports. Then she tried to overdose on prescription pills. And then she whipped out a machete. It was just a lot Mm -hmm. that went down. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, everyone's main concern was where's Leah? She was camping. Everyone also was wondering, what about baby James? Because James was present. James was being in his, was in his father's arms trying to be yeah. shielded as Amber was attacking him with a machete, allegedly, and yeah. hitting him with a shoe, which she admitted to. Yeah, so everyone's concern now is what will happen with James? Because, you know, is he going to be able to see Amber? Like, what's the custody plan following yes. the jaw-dropping arrest? I mean, I'm still shocked. Like, I was talking about it this weekend with my friends, Mm -hmm. and we just, like, can't get over it. We're like, a machete, like, what has happened? She was doing so well. And, you know, she was really, from what it seemed, like, soaking in mom life. Mm -hmm. Like, her second chance at being a mom to a newborn, and it's just craziness happened. So what's going to go on now with baby James? Okay, so a few days after the arrest, Andrew filed for a combined verified petition for paternity related to orders, an emergency hearing regarding custody of a child. So as we see by that filing, a custody war will be brewing. We finally obtained the documents in the case this morning. Oh, my goodness. And Radar broke it. So I will read quotes from it. Yes. Father believes it is in James' best interests that he be awarded sole legal and primary physical custody. Father believes that it is not currently in James's best interests for a mother to have unsupervised parenting time. So he is asking for complete sole custody of James and for Amber to have supervised visits. Wow. And she hasn't seen James. Nope. I mean, so that we know of. Typically in domestic violence cases, especially when there is a child involved, a no contact order is usually always in place. Yeah. It was. It was approved by the judge. So she hasn't seen James since the arrest. And the arrest, the ne- sorry, the next court date is in a couple weeks, so she probably won't be able to see him. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Not only is he asking for full custody and for her to have no unsupervised parenting time, he's also asking for child support, insurance, and payment of medical expenses. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's just, it, it's sad. It's sad. So... He then details her arrest. He basically goes into detail about it. He actually brings up the arre- the domestic violence arrest against Gary. Wild. Wild. When so I saw that, I was like. Th- yeah. When you see that, you're like, okay, this isn't just a formality. This isn't just a what if. This is yeah. I am done with you. I am taking my son. Yeah. And I am going away. I think that's what this is. Yeah. What do you I, think? I agree. I think it was kind of like a slap in the face. Like, Yeah. Oh, you know, this isn't the first. Like, it was just something. I mean, people obviously know of her arrest. I'm sure when whoever the legal people were going to get involved and deal with the case. Yeah. It's on her record, you know. So it wasn't something that was hidden. But for him to bring it up, Mm -hmm. not just, like, leave it to the legal people to bring it up, the fact that he did. Mm -hmm. Is mind-blowing. I mean, this was written by his legal team. He didn't write this. But yeah. yeah. But I mean, I'm I, sure he approved it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure he had to be sitting there yeah. or something. So, this is another quote. Father believes mother is currently unable to provide a safe, stable, and secure environment for James on an ongoing basis 
due to her frequent refusal and or failure to take medications prescribed to treat her mental health conditions, among other concerns. I mean, we saw it on the show. She said that she wasn't taking her medication when she was in Florida with the girls. And Andrew got upset about that because it's like, you need to take your medication. Like, Amber, listen, do we all like to drink and have a good time? Yes. But you can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just have a good, learn to have a good time without the alcohol. You don't need the alcohol. This is your mental health we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. You need to be on your medication. Because look what happened. You know, she didn't want to, you know, from what we saw in the episode, she was like, I don't want to take my medication because I want to drink. But then she woke up feeling down and had anxiety. Exactly. I don't understand. So it's not even worth it. Yeah, because it didn't even like balance it out. It just brought it down because she, you know, her mental health was not okay. And alcohol is a depressant. Yeah. You know, I know people get drunk and they're like the life of the party. Yeah. But it can also turn really, really ugly. And I always think afterwards when you're sober, you are a little down. I, so it definitely is a depressant. Yeah. Which either way you look at it. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, it all depends on what's going on in your life behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah. But it's. I agree with you on Andrew bringing up Gary's situation. Mm-hmm. That's a huge slap in the face. So... This is another shocker in the court documents. The Department of Child Services is involved. We knew that, but we we did not know. Is DCS would also recommend to juvenile court that James be placed in father's custody. So Department of Child Services is recommending that James be with Andrew. I think that that alone will really help Andrew's case. Yeah, I agree. I think I think he's going to get primary custody and hands down yeah and it's it's going to break amber i don't think it's gonna be like a janelle situation though i really do think that it's gonna be more kind of like with nathan well i was gonna say like gary you know like he's had primary custody of her and then leah yeah of leah and when Amber, so Amber was in jail. She she was sentenced to five years. Yeah, she didn't serve the entire five years, but she was in jail for that domestic violence charge against Gary, and also for dr- drug related charges. Yeah. So I mean, if we think about it, Leah grew up in primary care of Gary, and then they kind of made the decision like she's been in this home for ten years now. Like, why are we gonna like mess it up? Like for the child's sake, I think it's gonna end up like that. I think Andrew's going to—if they don't get back together or if they don't try to work it out. Amber always says that she has 50-50 custody of Leah, but they don't. I think, you know, they definitely have a very lenient custody agreement. Like, I think if Amber was to call Gary and be like, hey, I would love to take Leah to the movies, he'd be like, yeah, sure, that's fine. It's not 50-50, though. It's not—even if she goes there— Even if she goes there every weekend, that's not 50-50. So— And we know that she doesn't because Amber always says that Leah never comes over because she wants to beat her friends. I mean, she's a preteen now. Yeah, I know. She's growing up. So, yeah, I think she's wording that wrong. And it's, no, you just have a very laid back. Yeah. You guys get along. Parenting style. Yeah. Gary and Christina were at court with her, walking with her, standing by her. So I could see it being like a Gary situation. But I guess we'll see what happens. I think he's going to be granted... What he wants. Yes. I think she'll have supervised visits every other weekend. I think eventually we're going to go to every other weekend unsupervised. Yeah. Then I think if they get back together, she'll have obviously full. If not, I don't know if she's ever going to get 
Yeah. But I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, let's go into our next topic this week. As everyone remembers, David Eason shot and killed the family dog Nugget in April. Which he confirmed and Janelle. Yes, he admitted on Instagram. He posted a video of Nugget snapping at Ensley. He said that he will do anything to protect his family, which includes shooting the family dog. Janelle confirmed this on social media. She confirmed this to police. She reported it to police, actually. And she also confirmed this in various media interviews. Yeah. This was also, as Raider exclusively broke, brought up in court. So his shooting led to a series of events. It led to Janelle being fired from Teen Mom 2. It also led to CPS removing all of the children from their care. They were removed in May and returned to Janelle the day before 4th of July. In court, he admitted to shooting the dog. and They both testified. Sources had told Radar at the time. I reached out to the Columbus County Sheriff's Office, and they gave me a media release that said that the case is closed. I, I had, like, chills going up my spine when I heard this because, I mean, we've been following it. All the details have been horrifying, and it's just, it makes you tear up. But so what did the media release say? Yeah, I pulled out some important quotes, so I'll read the quotes from the media release into the police's explanation as to why they did not charge David. And then also the whole controversy regarding Janelle saying she made it up. Yes. So we'll get into that because there's a lot of misconceptions going on with the story. The Columbus County Sheriff's Office explained that Janelle contacted them reporting that the dog bit her daughter, leaving a scratch on her face, and the husband shot the dog. Evans advised that her husband, David Easton, threw the dog outside. She then advised that David realized the dog scratched their child. He went outside and shot the dog. Janelle stated that she did hear a gunshot but did not witness the incident. So there were searches of the house. No weapons were located inside the property. There was no blood evidence or any physical evidence to validate that an animal had been fatally injured on the property. Janelle's accounts then became inconsistent with her original story. Janelle advised that she was inside with her children at the time of the alleged event. She advised that she never heard or saw anything to indicate that David shot her dog. So now she's changing her story. Again. She said that this statement now is made on her own free will. She advised that she doesn't know where the dog is. She also advised that I don't know if she was shot or killed or not. She claimed to have filed the animal cruelty report for publicity because she did not know where her dog was. Columbus County Office is closing the investigation. No charges will be filed in this case as evidence concluded that the allegations of animal cruelty were fabricated. Wow. <laughs> that was like my first reaction when I saw yeah. all this. Just So I think that if you shoot a dog in the woods, I think it's very easy to cover to um, not have evidence of a dog being shot, right? Oh, yeah, especially... I mean, we've seen you've been to the land. (laughs) Like, you know, there's a lot of wooded area and stuff. Like, who knows what could have happened Mm -hmm. and where it happened. So, yeah. I mean, I think evidence could be hidden. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. But that's just my thought. So let's take the part where Janelle says, I reported that my husband shot and killed the dog for publicity because I didn't know where my dog was. So Nugget's lost, right? Nugget is running around the property 
he has now gone lost. You have no idea where he is. But also so these you, dogs were trained yeah. very well. Yeah. As we've seen yeah. on Instagram, they've always been loose. I've yeah. never, ever seen that dog on a leash. Okay, so let's say the dog's running around the property and a wild animal kills the dog. Yeah, right? Jessica Simpson incident. Right. We have no idea where this dog is. He's missing. So why are we saying my husband shot and killed the dog because I want everyone to know that my dog is not here? Yeah. That's not helping you find your dog, Janelle, because now we all think it's dead and no one's looking for Nugget, right? Yeah. And also, it's making you look like the most horrible person and your husband as well, the most horrible people to exist. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you say he shot and killed the dog if you didn't know where your dog was? Yeah. Wouldn't you just be like, hi, my dog is missing. I don't know where it is. Yeah. If you wanted publicity to help find your dog. Yeah. (laughs) Or even publicity to get attention for people to feel bad for you. I don't really remember what was going on in April, like if there was anything bad going on with Janelle. But if you just wanted more Instagram followers, come up with a different lie. Okay. So let's take that route, right? Let's say that she lied about this to to get sympathy. Yeah. Then what is this about? I don't give a damn what animal bites my baby on the face, whether it be your dog or mine. A dog is a dog, and I don't put up with that SHIT at all. I'm all about protecting my family. It is my life's mission. Some people are worth killing or dying for my family. My, my family means that much to me. You can hate me all you want, but this isn't the first time the dog bit Ensley aggressively. The only person that can judge whether or not an animal is in danger to my child is me. So why did David write that? Yeah. If, <laughs> if your dog is missing. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it's missing. Sounds like he killed the dog. You know? It's yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. And then to say, it's just, once again, Janelle is off the hook. And, and David as well. And I'm so happy she's fired from Teen Mom. I think her firing from Teen Mom is the only possible way that fans can get justice because we all want to see justice being served. We want to see criminal charges against her. Yeah. They killed a dog for no reason. But now, so I saw, I don't know if it's true, like now can she be punished for saying that she lied about it? Right. So because she has apparently lied about it. Um. So, she, so let's go into the next part. So Janelle said on Twitter that she never said that she made up the incident for publicity. Okay. And she actually did say that question. She's like, if I had done that, wouldn't they have filed something against me? I did see reports of other media outlets talking to police who said that they are not filing any charges against her for the alleged false police report. Okay. So. Again. Again. Like, okay. (laughs) Like, it's amazing how just my opinion, I don't know what they're thinking down there, but they're probably just like, we are so sick of this damn girl. She's been arrested 800 million times. Like, it's just, they're just over her, and it's not fair. So part of the media release that I didn't include does say that they and Animal Control have been hounded daily with phone calls. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, and they said, like, this has been preventing us from working on crimes, working on serious crimes in the neighborhood. Now, I'm not saying the shooting of Nugget isn't a crime, but, well, that's what they're saying, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. It's such a shame. I mean, justice for Nugget. It's just, it's so sad that she's getting off the hook again, that David is getting off the hook again, because they're just horrible people. Horrible. You know, I I hope they get zero money, and I hope they become, like, poor, and they have to live on the streets, and their life sucks. Because they're horrible people. I 
I don't want to see. I don't know what I want. I don't want to sit here and be like they should be in jail for their years. I don't want to say that, but I do think, I think that so. they should have some accountability for their actions. I think there should be something, even if it's just probation, even yeah. if it's a fine, something small. The child's custody thing, she's laughing at everyone right now because yeah. it's, hey, my kids got taken away. Hey, my kids are back. It's like, no harm, no foul. They're here. Yeah. She's like, they're back though. Yeah. Um, girl, CPS I'm a damn ca- good mom. Yeah. CPS came to your house and took your children. Clearly something's wrong with you. The only justice we are getting is her firing from Teen Mom. Yeah, no salary. I'm very proud of MTV. I'm very proud that MTV made that step. And I think that we should all just be grateful that that happened. Yeah, agreed. I'm so happy we don't have to see her anymore. God, Lauren, tell us how you really feel. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's just, just they make me cringe. Just the more, like, we learn about them, I'm like— how are you not being punished for this? Like, I can't even, you know, just fathom. It's just they're horrible people. I just want to bring up the uh, truck towing incident where Janelle and David posted a video. They're so dumb. <laughs> on YouTube of them illegally towing an army. What was it? It was like an army veteran or a military personnel. Yeah. He was allowed to park there and they illegally towed his car. They admitted it on camera. They posted a video of them doing it. We have no evidence to prosecute them. Yeah. It's on YouTube. They explain it word for yeah, word of what yeah, they're doing. Yeah. And, you know, f- fortunately, the man, the victim, in the, the alleged victim in the incident um, filed his own charges. Yeah. And now they have courts later this month. But that, I'm sure, will be dismissed, too. Yep. They'll be like, we're over it. We're over them. Everyone's over them. Thank God. But, all right. So let's get into the third biggest story. Kind of a more uplifting in a way. I'm very angry. I'm feeling very—I'm very angry at these stories today. I know. So, yes, let's have a nice, fun summertime happiness. I know. It's kind of like a summertime happiness. Kale. Our girl Kale is in Hawaii right now, I think it is. I think it's Hawaii. Okay. I have no I'm idea. pretty sure. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure it's Hawaii. So, she was kind of like saying that she was going with Leah and all their kids. And like her three boys, her three girls, and they were going to vacation together. I was like, this is going to be so cute, like, to see these families come together. This is, I think, the first time that the kids have really, like, hung out for this extended period of time. I was really excited to see because I think Leah's kids are funny. Kale's kids are funny. So I was like, this is going to be great content. And then we sl- then I see Addie's grandma, so who's Jeremy's mom there. Leah's mom's there. It kind of is just, like, one big party. I'm pretty sure, like, friends are there. Our main man, Chris Lopez, is there. Guys, I'm shook. Now, if you don't know who the legend is, Chris Lopez, the legend. he is Lux's dad. So he's Kale's third baby daddy. He's Kale's on-again, off-again boyfriend. He's on vacation with them. Okay, so I, I'm going to admit something. I have gone so intertwined with all of the recent Teen Mom Legal stuff yeah. that I've been missing a lot of the social media stuff. Yeah. So now, can you please remind me? When did we—didn't we last leave off with her hating him? Yes, we did. Okay, so now what the hell happened? But what's so (laughs) funny is—okay, so they filmed the reunion in April 2019, and she said they're not on speaking terms. They communicate through his mom and that they hate each other and that she was humiliated that he cheated on her, that whole thing. And then I'm pretty sure something else happened on social— Oh, he he was commenting on, like, her bikini pics, like, with, like, a drooling face, or it was some emoji. 
that was like shortly after. Maybe that was like June-ish. So he's commenting on her bikini pics. And now they're on vacation together. And I'm like, but in April, you were not speaking and you were hating each other. And now it's July and you're on vacation. I'm going to say something that I've been saying from the get-go with Chris and Kel. Chris is the one. The Chris one. Chris is the one that doesn't want you. And you always go after what you can't have. But clearly he does want her if he's on vacation right, with her. Right, but that's her. what every F-U-C-K boy does. <laughs> once you sh- Once she went on, he saw that episode of her being like, I'm done with Chris. It's over. Yeah. He comes back and she's yeah. like, oh, hi. Yeah. I mean, we saw with Adam and Chelsea. Once Chelsea, sh- her interest went away, Adam texted her, came right back. Yeah. And she went right back to him. Well, we've all been guilty of it. Yeah. We've all done it. I don't blame Kale. Yeah. Have a great time in Hawaii with Chris. <laughs> I mean, it also seemed like they were doing like solo stuff like together because it looked like they went to like visit some like tourist attraction and they were both taking photos. They weren't together, but they were taking photos. And I was like, there was no kids, like nothing. So I was like, did you guys have like a little solo trip, like little romantic, you know, day out and about? I don't know. Fingers crossed because I know I I agree. Like he always comes back when he says, when she goes on camera and she's like, I'm over Chris. I hate him. Do you remember the scene from this past season? She was talking about it with her friends, I think after Lux's birthday or Lincoln's birthday. And she was like, oh, like, speak of the devil. And I was like, there's the text. Yeah, they there, know it is. The- there it is. He knows he heard you talking about <laughs> yes. it. His ears started ringing. He knew. Can someone explain to me how the guy always knows? I don't know. How does the guy always know? I don't know, but Chris Lopez is the prime example. Yeah. And he texted her, I love you. And she was like, oh, well, there's Here that. We go. Like, out of everything you send an I love you text when you're talking about yeah. them, like, it's, guys just know. They just get that sense in their mind that you're talking about them and that you're talking that you're over them and that you hate them. And then they text you the, I, I love you. Like, what, Chris Lopez? <laughs> like, So my friend is engaged right now with her F-U-C-K boy. Yes. He's done this for years. They he they finally started dating seriously after like 3 years of on and off. That's and, wild. Yeah, yeah, no. Him texting her, her, you know, them breaking up. Same same thing. Same thing. Now they're engaged and they're getting married next year. So So cr- Kale and Chris could be engaged. There's hope. There's hope. There's always an exception to the rule. And she even said it on camera. Do you remember when she was talking about um like engagement and I think she was talking about it with Lincoln and Isaac and saying like when Javi and Lauren get married, Lauren will be Lincoln's stepmom. And so she said, like, maybe me and the baby's dad will get married. And we're all like, aww. Well, she's a, yeah, he's he's. They're going to get married. Either they're going to get married or she's going to find someone who doesn't play games and wants to be with her. I know, but Chris is the one. So <laughs> she wouldn't end up with her soulmate. I think you really, you rarely end up marrying except for my friend you rarely end up marrying i thought you were gonna say your soulmate i was like Teresa. i know a lot of people that marry their soulmate, oh, right, marry soulmate. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that's where you were going with that no, i was like no, no, no but there's been so many guys that i thought was my soulmate yeah and i think they're not <laughs> <laughs> let me think back <laughs> give me 10 minutes like no it's i think they're gonna get married but he actually posted on his instagram story um, like, I'm not very good at this, but I just want y'all to know I'm so grateful for these moments with you guys. And it was Kale and the boys. And I was like, oh. Chris, is, Chris has come, come around a lot. I used to. I know. I remember, like, when Chris used to, like, show and they used to show Chris's blurred face. I know. It was what was awkward with Lincoln and Isaac. I feel like he never had, like, a relationship with them. Yeah, but I think so, he's really no, grown. Yeah, like, when he went to Lincoln's party. and yeah, yeah. it was sweet. It was so sweet. And I think Chris's family members were also there. Yeah. So he's definitely come around. 
fingers crossed, maybe they'll get engaged in Hawaii. Can you imagine <laughs> them having a baby girl? I would live for that. I know. That would be, oh my God. I know. Fingers crossed. I mean, Kale wants a girl. I'm sure Chris wouldn't mind another baby. Such a cute, it would be such a cute baby. He's the cutest thing. He looks Lux just like so him. He looks just like him. And he's just funny. Like, I was watching videos that she shared. They were like all like throwing the cushions around, and he was like jumping. And I was like, oh my God, this baby. I was like, I can't. I was like, especially a lot of my family members have like all boys, and the youngest boy is always so funny because they're always so tough and they try to act like they're like, 16 years old they try to catch up like Lux is going to be too soon but just like watching him it felt like he thought he was like oh yeah I'm like nine years old too and he's like jumping off the couch and oh so So cute cute. oh jinx you owe me a soda but yeah it's just fingers crossed that they work things out because Mm -hmm. clearly there's love there so we had actually missed something with the second topic this week you're gonna kill me but I just have to I just have to bring it out because it's big news this week and we missed it what? Janelle and David got two new dogs. Yes. Two new dogs. Just. I think we'll just leave it there. Yeah. That's. I guess stay tuned to see what happens with that. It's a disgrace. And I don't know how that happened and how that was allowed. But yeah. Okay. Let's go into yes. this week's Truth or Tale. Lauren, would you like to start us off with it? Yes. So obviously we were talking about Amber's arrest before. But a lot of people now are concerned. What is, you know, what's Amber's future with Team Mom OG? Because we've seen Barra get fired because of her involvement in the adult entertainment industry, also her treatment to the crew. We saw Janelle get fired because of the dog incident. David got fired because of his horrible tweets. Like, people are getting, you know, fired for reasons that they should. So a lot of people think now Amber should be fired because of her domestic abuse. I mean, we did see the producer with her in court, so we don't know if she's really filming right now. We don't know if the cameras are filming Gary and the rest of the crew. But so what is her future with Team Mom? Because she's kind of the one who started it, as she says. She's like, I'm the original. Oh, yeah, Amber, you started Team Mom. Even though I think Macy was the first episode. Macy was the first episode. Yeah, but she always says, like, the show wouldn't be anything without me. Like, she thinks she's, like, the queen of Team Mom. I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like... I think Macy's the one. She It was her episode. I just hate that the Team Mom OG girls have this chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Like, where the OG is. We're the reason everyone's here. We started this. Yeah. Teen Mom 2 has such better ratings than Teen Mom OG. Please. Anyway. <laughs> Police. SRS exclusively told Radar that Amber did not attend the Teen Mom OG reunion over the weekend, even though Gary and Christina did attend. It wasn't a consideration with everything else that she has going on right now. In regard to her employment status with Teen Mom OG, it is still up in the air at this time. Personally, I don't think they're going to fire her. I mean, I don't think so. She was the, she was in the situation before and she wasn't fired. Um Janelle was arrested so many times and she wasn't fired. Yeah. Um Ryan was arrested and wasn't fired. I don't think she's going to be fired at all. I don't think so either. I think they're going to use this as a platform to bring awareness to domestic abuse, to mental health. Um, I think they're just going to utilize this to just, yeah, spread more awareness. I think there's a big difference between David shooting a dog. Um, sorry, I think there's a big difference between David getting fired for homophobic comments and also Janelle getting fired for him shooting a dog. 
Yeah. Now, I think the difference is that I really do believe that Amber can overcome this. And I think a lot of people have been at rock bottom. And I think that a success story will really resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. So I would like to see, I would like to continue seeing Amber's story. I would like to see her just rise above this, get help, get better, get custody back if she so loses it. Um, then when you have John David, it's just, I don't think there's coming back from shooting a dog. I don't think there's coming back from homophobic comments. Yeah. What do you think about for Farah though? It's Yeah, but Farah was different because she was fired because of not only was she fired because of her return to the porn industry, which I don't necessarily know if I agree with that, but I do agree that she should be fired for her treatment of the crew. I do yes. think that she was very abusive towards the crew. Oh we my god. We saw that horrible. on camera. And I think that was definitely yeah. a good reason to fire her. Yeah, um, I agree. The return to porn. I don't really know. I mean, it's... If that's... I mean, she's just hustling. I don't know. It's yes, not illegal. It's not, you but know? I think their main concern was, like, working with her, you know, and having that connection kind mm-hmm. of in a way. I mean, that's... You can't work for one company and then also work for another. Do you remember when Amber and Matt Thayer were shopping around a sex tape or yes. wanted to do one? Would she have gotten fired for that? I know. I don't uh, think so. Yeah. But I guess because maybe they gave Farrah another chance. We've also, sorry, we've also seen all this Teen Mom works for work for other networks. I mean, Amber yeah. went on Marriage Bootcamp. <laughs> Farrah went on a thousand other shows yeah. that isn't MTV. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I think it was definitely a reason, but I think the main reason was her treatment of the crew. Yeah. You're like, you can't go to work and do that. You Yeah. If I said to my boss... What Farrah said to a producer, yeah. I'd be fired. Yeah. You cannot treat people like that. No. If it's a boss, if it's a coworker, coworker, you know, someone that provides service, and, you know, you can't. Don't treat people like that. And I think, yeah, I think MTV had the right call with Farrah, but I don't think they're going to fire Amber. No. I really don't. You know, they're already going, I mean, Mackenzie McKee is now joining the show. They had Cheyenne. Which Radar told you first. Radar yes. broke the story. So with Bristol leaving, like, I think there's just too much going on. So I think they're going to really utilize this story. And also, I think, you know, with Gary, too, like, I want to see what's Gary's take on it. You know, he's been struggling with this. You know, he had an incident like 10 years ago with Amber. So, you know, how will his involvement be in it? Will him and Andrew talk? You know, it's just I think they're going to really take this story and just, yeah, bring more awareness to the situation. You know, a lot of people go through it, so it might help someone. I completely agree. I just... I mean, obviously what she did was really wrong, allegedly. But, yeah, I think MTV should take this opportunity and just, yeah, give her a platform to be like, look, I messed up. And she's always one to do that. Like, she talks about her issues on camera. Like, Ryan Edwards is not discussing anything on camera. And it's like, so why do you have a TV show if you're not going to discuss, like, you know, your drug addiction, and if you're not going to discuss with even, like, your son being like, yeah, I went to jail for this. I didn't pay a bill. I didn't do this. Like, I've been addicted to drugs. Like, if you're not going to discuss it, why do you have a TV show? That was, like, Macy's point this week with PCOS. She's like, I want to bring awareness. Not everybody has a TV show to do that, but I do, so I'm going to utilize this platform. Amber's one to do that. She always talks about her mental health. She always talks about, like, custody. She's very open. So they might take that and be like, huh, we got a good person, you know, for this platform. 
I completely agree. And I really do think that her story is going to help someone. Yeah. So as of now, her future with T-Mom OG is still up in the air. And we'll keep you posted on if we hear anything. Let's go into this week's Teen Mom Tease. As Haya teased in the past, there is so much more behind the story of Mackenzie Edwards' pregnancy. Check out RainerOnline.com and OKMagazine.com to see her due dates, to get details on if it was planned, all of that fun stuff. Well, everyone, that is all we have for this week's episode. Make sure you check back next week for even more Teen Mom drama. Bye. Bye.